This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. everyone, I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today, I am so excited to have a fellow QDD colleague join me, Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, also known as our savvy psychologist. She's a clinical psychologist who graduated from Brown University, earned her PhD at UCLA, and completed her training at Harvard Medical School. In her clinic, she treats everything from depression to trauma to panic, but she has a special place in her heart for anxiety disorders. So who better than go to to get some expert advice on back-to-school issues than her? Ellen, welcome to the Mighty Mommy podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Cheryl. I'm delighted to be on the show. Back-to-school time is filled with a myriad of emotions for both students and parents, So let's talk about a few of the pressing issues that are hitting home with families across the country right now. Ellen, how can parents help to reduce their young child's, say, ages five to eight, back-to-school anxieties? Well, this is a nearly universal question. So most young kids have some fears about going back to school, but the answer is somewhat counterintuitive. So our natural instinct is to reassure them. So like if they ask us, What if I don't have any friends? We know that's unlikely, so we often brush it off with an answer like, oh, you'll have lots of friends, don't worry. But that won't relieve their worry because they can't just turn it off. So what to do instead? When faced with a what if question, what if I forget my lunch? What if I get off at the wrong bus stop? Collaborate with your child to answer the question. So for instance, you could say, well, what if you did forget your lunch? What are some things we could do about that? And together, you might come up with the idea to stash some extra lunch money in their backpack just in case, or you could call the school and see if there's a forgotten lunch protocol in place. And so then, aside from that collaborative problem solving, the other thing is familiarity. Familiarity is going to be your best tool to fight back-to-school jitters. So help them get familiar with as many elements as possible before the first day. You can show up at the school and walk around, find their classroom, find the closest bathroom, and if possible, meet their teacher, or get a class list so you can organize some back-to-school playdates. You can invite the whole class to a local park or organize some one-on-one playdates so your child has at least one familiar face in class the first day. What are some ways that we as parents can help build confidence in our kids that are not socially outgoing and that are afraid of how are they going to fit in with their new peers? 
Yes, this is such an important question. So some kids are indeed social butterflies, but others get butterflies in their stomachs when they're faced with back-to-school socializing. So the most important thing to remember is that it's okay to be quiet or slow to warm. These kids are the lookers, not the leapers, and their way is just as legitimate. So don't try to change your child. Go with their flow. For example, ways to support more cautious kids include showing up early, So you could be one of the first on the playground or at drop-off and let the scene build around them so they don't get overwhelmed. Or you could allow them to observe without pushing them to participate. I guarantee you they're soaking everything in like a sponge and they'll be able to narrate the action like a sportscaster afterwards, which might be their way of participating for a while. And that's okay. And then finally, it's okay if they only have a few friends. It's the quality of the connection that counts, not the quantity. So you can support your wallflower by inviting budding friends over or meeting them out for some one-on-one time because it's often easier to connect that way than it is in the context of a crazy cafeteria or a busy playground. Ellen, the middle school years seem to be one of the most challenging times for kids as they struggle to adjust to increased demands on academic expectations, their bodies begin to go through puberty, and peer pressure starts to take on a whole new meaning. With all this transition happening in their tween lives, what advice can you offer parents to help support them through this challenging time in their emotional development? This is a really challenging time, you're right. And the biggest piece of advice I can give is to keep lines of communication open, but to be flexible about where and when communication occurs. So starting in middle school, kids may not come to you as often or as directly And so my favorite technique is to count all that driving around from activity to activity as time together. Car rides are where middle school parents can do some of their best work. So for tweens and teens, it's often easier to talk from seat to seat than face to face. Now, another way to be present and aware is to encourage your middle schooler to do homework in a part of the house that's actually not their room. It's so easy to lose them to texting or instant messaging if they're behind their locked door. So collaboratively with your child, choose a place in the house for homework where you can be present and a smartphone is not. Finally, help them to create some structure for themselves with a planner or an organizer. Now, you don't have to swoop in and organize everything for him or her, but you can pick one out together online or while picking up school supplies. And it can be a really useful tool in learning how to keep a to-do list or how to break down big projects into smaller chunks and schedule them out all skills that will be necessary as they get older and their schedules spin faster and faster. What are some ways that we can help young children cope with separation anxiety when they return to school for either the first time or for those clingy children that don't like to be away from mom and dad early on in the school year? Sure, that's a good question. So for kids attending school for the first time, A transitional object can often help, like a picture of their family or a special stuffed animal. For older kids who are still anxious about separating, the same concept can still work, just in a more subtle fashion. So for instance, you can tuck a note in their lunch if that's not too embarrassing for them, or you can put matching stickers on her pencil case and your laptop case and say, whenever you look at it, you'll think of each other. But whatever your child's age, at drop-off, Don't add to the drama and match her sadness or say how much you'll miss her. Instead, you can say you're looking forward to hearing all about her day and be warm and confident when you say goodbye. So you can model this behavior for her. And then go when it's time to go 
and don't linger or try to peek into the classroom. Now, back at home with younger kids, be for some meltdowns or drama at home. Because once your child is home, all the worries and anxieties he's been holding in all day will come rushing out, probably triggered by something inconsequential like what's for dinner or some benign thing you said. But don't get flustered. Instead, take it as a weird form of flattery because your child trusts you enough to let his bottled up emotions out around you. He knows you're safe. And then another tip is to go easy at first on the extracurricular activities. Kids who are introverted or anxious need some time to wind down, read a book, get lost in Legos, or otherwise de-stress. So throwing them into another active social situation will only make things worse. So if possible, hold off on activities for a few weeks. Or for young kids just starting school, limit them to one or just skip them all together. Now, finally, if anxiety is really getting in the way, for instance, it's causing school refusal or selective mutism, talk to a guidance counselor or to your pediatrician for a referral to a child psychologist who would be happy to help. Great. And finally, last but not least, Ellen, we as parents tend to focus on our child's emotional state at the beginning of a new school year. But let's face it, we parents also face a real myriad of emotions at this time of year ourselves. How can we as parents get our own emotions in check so we can stay balanced and positive when our families need us the most? Yes, it is so true. We worry about our kids, but we're actually going through just as much. So your best tool is to get information. Talk to other parents. Ask around for referrals for specific problems or questions like, do you know anyone else who has a nut allergy? Or do you know any families who had this teacher last year? So much information is passed around informally, and it may differ substantially from the official word of the school. So ask, ask, ask. It's cliche, but knowledge is power. And then finally, clear your schedule. I learned the hard way years ago not to schedule extra appointments like haircuts or the dentist for September, December, or May, because these are extra busy transition months. Especially for the first few weeks of school, reschedule all unnecessary appointments so you can be free for back-to-school nights, class meetings, but most importantly, time to connect and go over the day with your child. Ellen, thank you so much for sharing such terrific information. Here's wishing all the Mighty Mommy and Savvy Psychologist listeners a successful and joyful new school year. Thanks for having me on the show, Cheryl. It was great to have Ellen join us today to discuss those tricky back-to-school feelings. What different emotions have back-to-school caused for your family this year? And how have you helped your family cope? Let me know in the comments or post it on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Mighty Mommy or email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Check back next week for more Mighty Mommy tips and also visit my family-friendly boards at pinterest.com slash mightymommyqdt. Be sure to sign up for the upcoming Mighty Mommy newsletter, chock full of practical advice to make your parenting life easier and more enjoyable. Wishing you and your family a stress-free and successful year back to school. Thanks for listening, and until next time, happy parenting. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, 
and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.